Welcome everybody to a Delco Nerd Network podcast. I am your host Anthony Ryuji, and here with a few friends from the Delaware County area, we get in a basement and we talk about a certain topic. Today's topic is going to be the DCU uh, D- DCU Rebirth Volume Two. There it is. Here to discuss, as always, the leader of the Green Lantern Corps, Chris Drea. Gooch, I just got back from my sector patrol. I'm ready. Yeah, man. To talk about. The full fl- your show. The f- I am yeah. <laughs> uh, full fledged uh, plans that we've gotten for the newly, somewhat newly minted now DC universe. It's gonna be fun. We kind of did one of these already. Yeah, this it kind of was this rendered is, uh, volume two. two. So wait, was rendered a nerd a little bit. Let's get, let's get back to the workshop. Yeah. Should we now rename the first podcast volume one? one? Do we retroactively? <laughs> we might have to do that. No, I we think, might. I, yeah, I think we got to do it. I know that actually that's not hard to do either. No. Yeah, we might. Yeah, no. We might be no, we, that no, now. stop. We will. Yeah, I'm sorry. We will do that. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, no mics. Actually, that's how it always was. Don't check it right now though. Uh, but yeah. So that first one was le- rendered a bit inert. We still, t- I still think there was some like, good stuff um, in it. If you want to go back and listen, like um, like three weeks later after that came out, I think we did that. Oh, like very close to when they announced, like when they announced the whole Henry Cavill thing. Yes, it was. So like, it was like it was probably like, beginning oh. of November. I would say first week in November we did that. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, yeah. Put it out. Let's see. But uh, yeah, but yeah. I still think it's a good one. You should definitely go back and check it out. See. We, we, we have some good timestamps and stuff in there. We've been trying to do that for uh, yes, every podcast Tria, now. Thank you for bringing it up because I have been meaning to bring it up like every podcast since we started doing the timestamps. We've been time scan, uh, time stamping the normal podcast because mm-hmm. they kind of deserve it. For so, sure, especially for something so we, we can break up pretty easily. So we did that two months ago on... I want to say it's like November 2nd or November 3rd or something like that. It was put up. But, uh, Come on, I need a date. We did, yeah. We talked about basically everything. November twenty third. Really, when that's when up. we put it up. Okay, yeah. so we did actually. So, one. so we were like three weeks before the um, the Henry Cavill fiasco. Yes, that makes more. And sense then, now. but I'm like, to, I think right, once yeah. that happened, and then once James Gunn kind of was like, okay, Solidified like and being like nothing w- set in stone. Uh, yeah, yeah, and we're gonna do the slave thing. We're like, all right, we need uh, we need to have a follow up to this podcast. And, and so there this was has been whole, cooking for a while. Yes, and there was a kind of whole debacle with uh, Dwayne Johnson, Nick Cage, yes, Rock, yeah. and Black Adam, and things like that. Yeah, which so, has been really funny. so what we're gonna do is we're going to uh, first talk about what we're doing, what we're playing, but how we're gonna do it is we're gonna like. Sort of do a timeline from that last podcast to now. Probably actually from a little bit before that last podcast. It starts actually no, well actually after. You're right. It's, we we start on October 20th on our first date. Oh, uh, okay. So so a little a little before we'll go through the some of the events and then we'll talk about uh, James Gunn's announcements, what we're doing, what we're gonna see in the next what we think about it. Yeah. Just two years, but apparently they have a ten year slate. Eight but, to ten year, Gooch. Thank you. Eight to ten year. But Trio, it's only been a week, less than a week. Yeah. What have you done in this past seven-ish days? Uh, <laughs> I've been playing more Dead Space, of course. We will be reviewing that next week, I Absolutely. think. So yep. definitely keep an eye out for that. Other than that, Gooch, I finally finished a game Oh, that's been long cooking in the oven that I was a mere like half hour away from beating and I stopped playing. I don't know why. I think I just got distracted. Do you want to take a guess? No. It's a major one. Uh, it's going to be Zelda. Breath of the Wild. Oh, right. I finally you... finished it. I went because I remember I was like, what was that like two years in the making? Probably at least. No, maybe like a year and a half. I'd want to say, but 
finally beat it. I was in the castle. I, I don't know why. I expected there the castle to be a lot more than it was, and I like stepped away from it for a little bit. But then I went back. I beat Calamity Ganon, as he is called. Calamity. I didn't really love the fights, to be honest. Uh, hot take. I guess yeah. Hot take. The, the, the fights by the end, like <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot of just. I don't know how to describe the Breath of the Wild combat if I like love it or hate it. Like I think it's definitely good and it obviously has its reasons. It's it's hailed to. I mean it's a it's it's a top tier game for almost everyone. It changes the industry. But I don't know. It's just there are certain parts about it that I'm just not a fan of that I don't think are hot takes at all. Like the the breakable weapons. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest critiques of the game. Certain aspects of just fighting and, and some of those mechanics. But otherwise, I mean, yeah. Breath of the Wild, I'm excited to get my hands on. What's the next one called? Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. I might pick up Skyward Sword, the HD, on, mm. on, on uh, Switch. Yeah. Groose. Why not? You remember Groose? I don't at all. I don't think I played yeah. Skyward he's Sword. Like one of the, he's like the meme of that game. He's like one of like the... I wouldn't say friends. He's like the rival on the Skyward Sword place before sure. you fall and his name's Groose and he's just a goof you'll, you'll you'll get to know him quite okay. well i'm sure but uh yeah like the last zelda i think i played was like by myself might have been twilight princess on like gamecube played it on gamecube yeah did you have a Wii? no not then i, I remember i like that was when i didn't have but it, you so did have a Wii. i had no i never got a Wii okay. when i was i was i was one of those sad kids who never got one but then i got a 360 um, uh, well i guess i'm a sad kid too I yeah you were but it was a, i mean how many of those sold that was my grandma had a Wii. No, she didn't. But like a lot of grandmas probably did. Uh, uh, yeah, fact. I think it's a fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, not much. I've been watching Last of Us, of course. We'll talk about that once that wraps up. And I watched a terrible movie on Netflix the other night that I can't remember what it's called because it was so bad. So what have you been playing, Gitch? What have you been watching? Um, so I, I started last week. I started last week. Um, the So the Midnight Suns DLC for Deadpool came out. Ah. And honestly, he fits in way better than I could have. Than you would have guessed. Ever expected. Yeah. Nolan North, of course, voicing oh, him that's like awesome. he does in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. works. And uh, it, it, he has his own like little storyline, but he kind of fits in into the Abbey pretty well. Um, but yeah, I haven't I haven't really finished it. But uh, yeah, Deadpool has like you know whole new deck of car deck of cards, the whole new game style. So it's kind of nice. And like they're doing like more characters. So I'm like. I'm like I almost. It seems somewhat successful. The, the I, I very think it least, is. Yeah. I like almost don't want to beat it because like I want to like get all the characters like as I'm like in the main in the story. middle. Yeah, yeah. But um, that and um, I finally uh, I finished Stranger of Paradise, the final DLC released last week, and I finished it last weekend. Different future. Um, the trophies definitely weren't as grueling, so that's a plus. Um, but it, it, you know, you know, it's really weird. Japanese games love to like do not only time travel stuff, but like multiverse shit very often. So like this game is like, so there's a Final Fantasy fighting game called Dissidia and okay. it's literally like all the villains, all the main protags from every Final Fantasy game in a fighting game. Okay. And it's like like this game is like in that universe, and I'm just like, this is so that's odd. Yeah. This is so like square. <laughs> like this is like beyond very like, outside the box. Yeah, but like the, again, like Japanese games, like I mean, Metal Gear doesn't do this exactly, but the, it's you know big and 
confused. Not, I wouldn't say Stranger Paradise is confusing by any means. I mean, it's just goofy as fuck. Sure. But, like, they just like doing this multiverse kind of shit and, like, turning stuff on its head for, like, no reason at all. And it's just like, hmm. Um, what's Team Ninja's next game? They're, I know they're doing Neo 2, but... Neo was pretty Or not Neo successful. 2. Neo 2's out. I mean, uh, Wulong? Is that it? Is that the one that's like the open world game? No. Can we see? I think it's Wulong. Wasn't there another like Japanese samurai setting game, open world game that we saw in the in a couple recent years? I think... Uh, maybe? I feel like it was somewhat recently. But Wulong Fallen Dynasty, I think, is like a, is a Team Ninja game. I'm got it. almost positive. Okay. I'm almost positive. Maybe I'm fucking wrong. But, but I don't know. Um, hmm. Yeah, Team Ninja... Eh, Stranger of Paradise is all right. Now, here, here, my main issue with it is like, why base like DLC off difficulty, making things harder and increasing so your mid max? This of, is like, a DLC for that game. Or, yeah. or Okay. All right. I'm, I was confused. I thought this was. So the whole DLC is based off of a difficulty level. You're saying so like, every DLC like adds a new difficulty level and just makes the game even harder. And I don't really understand. And why. it makes you use that difficulty level. Like yes, how- you have to. Hmm. So, but odd. you can also use this thing called extra mode, which just makes the game really easy and you can kind of breeze through it. And that's what I did for the most part. Sure. But I'm just like, wh- like, what's the point? Wh- wh- who thought that like that was a good idea? Especially when that's not like the point of your game. Even like that's, I assume that's it's the like point difficulty. of team ninjas games. Okay. But I think it's like, I like, I guess, yeah, they did do Neo and stuff. I'm just, mm. I'm just kind of like. Like who? Who, who do you is, think you is are? Is this what people want? Yeah. <laughs> like, like I understand. What, what are you guys going after here? What's right, happening? Right, right, yeah. right. But that—that's all I've been playing. Uh, yeah, obviously, Dead Space. We're watching The Last of Us. We'll talk about that in due time, people. Absolutely. In due yeah. time, but trio. Let's go back to October twentieth. All right, two thousand twenty-two. So, Gooch, we're gonna start with something I hear I want to call, and as you can see. The Dwayne Johnson saga. Oh, okay. The Rock saga. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, no, no. I was like, are you going off script here? No, no, no. <laughs> so I just wanted to put together, and I've, Gooch, Gooch had this idea to do. I think he kind of solidified it more of like. Kind of called it like The Rock, The Rockening. Or yeah, like... The Rockening, The Reckoning. So. <laughs> like something with The Rock. From October 20th to about where we're up to now, we saw, the, actually, it was more towards the end of December when it actually kind of all bore out. But we saw this kind of vying for power it seemed within WB. Uh, and this really seemed to be the rock trying to get a very good hold on the DCU and, and become like a cornerstone of it. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. we'll start back at October 20th. Uh, the DC official DC comics, Twitter account lightly spoils Cavill's return via meme one day ahead of his so, official debut. So I look, did this I forget up. this. I don't know if we did see this or not. I think we saw him on the red carpet talking about it and basically saying it. But there was like, oh, there was a tweet of like him. It was like them messaging on like an it was like Superman messaging Black Adam via text message. Oh, right. Yeah. It was like, we need to talk. And he's like, real like so very, you know, just be basically being like he's in this movie. So a big part of The Rock's uh, like buy in here was it seemed to get Henry Cavill back. And, yeah. and, and, you know, he already used that to start promoting the movie right before it came out who knows why maybe it was because it didn't right. look like it was going to do well the the rock could not contain that news no he couldn't he's like on the red carpet and he's like you know like 
the hierarchy of power in the DC universe has changed. We're bringing back what, the what happens if Superman, the, the most yeah. powerful being on Earth, goes against the most powerful, powerful being, being in the universe. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like we get. He, you can just see, he's like, really leaning into it. At like, this which, point. which is fine. I'm yeah. glad. I'm at the time. I'm glad he was excited about it, but he did kind of give it away. And I will say a little backstory to this: The Rock basically he was announced as Black Adam like four years ago. He four years ago. So, I mean, he's been running that been, thing well, since no, Man well, of Steel. Well, he's been running. He's been running a DC character since Man of Steel. Yeah. He's he's always had. He's apparently he apparently had this deal with WB to basically just pick and choose whichever character you want. And he boarded out for a while. Like one point, he was teasing being Green Lantern with like John Stewart. <laughs> Could and you like, fucking there were, imagine, dude? That? There were so many, and it does seem like he was just trying to choose the character that could have put his foot best in the door to like make himself a cornerstone of a universe. And for some reason he chose black Adam and like not Shazam. I don't know. Cause maybe he saw Shazam as why like would two. you think he would be a good Shazam? He doesn't really fit the part. Well, no, I mean, just cause I'm saying why Shazam, pick? just why pick black Adam instead of right. the hero? You sure. know what I mean? Okay. Like uh, that just seems very odd to me, but anyways, uh, it's a very interesting kind of story to look into. I would definitely uh, do it if you had the time and are bored, but then October 21st, uh, Black Adam is released, obviously. Uh, it is mex- met with mixed to negative reviews, uh, despite a strong domestic box office. This was all via Variety. And then across social media, Johnson continues to emphasize that the film was made, quote-unquote, for the fans, a narrative he carried throughout the film's pr- promotional process. And I feel like we saw this. And he does that with, I think, everything he's in. Like Every sure. movie he's in, he will really sort of but he gone for to like a level uh, no other actor really goes well do you remember lane, like so. the year before he was filming too he was like i'm going harder than i've ever gone before black adam will be my peak physique and i am never i, mean, I never trained any day listen i we can't argue with that he of course in that suit <laughs> he couldn't i mean tilt his head all the way up to fly but it was fine he could he, he looked <laughs> insane uh so yeah it was it was it was made for the fans. October twenty fourth, uh, Cavill takes to social media to officially announce his return as Superman at apparently the go ahead of WB. Specifically, yeah, it we, seems we like the WB higher ups that were like I, I can't remember the names we said in the beginning, but the people who who were like the, the studio heads at Zaslav. the, the Zaslav? yes, Zaslav? I think so. No, I don't think Zaslav was in at that point. I can't remember. I'd have to pull up the other doc. But anyways, you know, The Rock went around the Hamada and them at the time to get Cavill in. At this moment, they were still negotiating with Gunn on that day. I think that was the day he and signed the deal. And we didn't know that at this point. We didn't know. James Gunn there is was, not even a con- there was thing rumors, in the conversation. Well, there were rumors that him and Saffron were meeting with WB to discuss a big new DC movie. Right. That's all we knew. Right. And then, and he, and then all of a sudden it was announced that he and Saffron the next day. Yeah, and, and, and it wasn't really a red flag, right? Because he had done the Suicide Squad. No. He's doing Peacemaker. He's leaving Marvel. So it makes total it, sense. It, it made sense that he would be possibly he had doing working, another DC yeah. film. Not necessarily be like, oh, he's taking over. No, absolutely. And yeah. we, we knew that they were trying to find a studio head at the time. They were also talking to the guy who was in charge of a lot of the Lego movies. Apparently, he was their kind of backup if the, the deal with Saffron and, and Gunn fell through. But uh, so, yeah, October 24th, like I said, Cavill officially announces his return. The 25th, Gunn and Saffron are formally announced as, t- as, the, as they are taking over DC Films. Um, and then October 29th, Cavill announces he is leaving The Witcher, which we, uh, after its forthcoming third season, uh, 
So at the time, we all kind of assumed it was it, it had was something to do with Superman. You would assume yeah. he was probably like, all right, I'm set up for a while, but also who knows what was going on behind the scenes there? Yeah, there's and then, mixed uh, kind of messaging behind. Right, what, and to talk about it, it, like I think we're still at the same place we kind of left off with the Witcher news was yeah. Henry Cavill had it been it had been reported, and he had also said that like if they get off kilter with the script and they go away from the books. I'm out. Yeah. And I think he dealt with that for what looks like two seasons. Yep. And it got worse in season two. And he was like, I'm doing season three, but I'm out. Yeah. Um, we don't really know exactly. We really don't. That's all pure speculation. What's so. going on. We don't really know what's going on with Liam and Hemsworth to that degree. Or it, it maybe they'll just not do season four. Who knows? Yeah. Well, Is season three finished filming for that? Yeah. That's coming out, right? Didn't they show? They already showed trailers and stuff for it. No, I don't think so. Well, they definitely filmed it because that's where. Yeah, he they was... definitely f- have films. Yes. It. I don't know if it's done. Mm-hmm. But... Do they reshoot TV shows? I don't know. They probably do some reshoots of some kind. I would assume. I'm gonna delete these as we go along, just so that way I'm not getting. Oh, you're like moving me. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm in like November already. Like, yeah. what's going on? So okay. yeah, he announced he was leaving uh, that. But then on October 31st, uh, the Hollywood Reporter relays 30th. that the Black Adam. What? 30th. What did I say? Four. 30th. 31st. Uh, my apologies. On October 30th, the Hollywood Reporter report, re, re, uh, relayed that Black Adam had suffered ha, suffered a surprisingly large second week box office decline. So this is kind of when the the writing I feel like started to be on the wall for for The Rock. Like it just it wasn't doing amazing. And then you know they start to bring up things from IGN later, which we'll talk about. But this seems to be the kind of start of the downtrend. I think we'd be having a much different discussion right now on the future DCU slate if the if Black Adam went gangbusters and like did you think? Amazing. Yes, you genuinely. Think? I, ju- I mean, I, I think he I would don't. be. I think if, if that. Oh, I mean, why why wouldn't you? If that if that was a if that was an amazing selling franchise, it made gangbusters and did well, and everyone loved The Rock. That would be your fo- that would be your focal point. I really Batman do. Batman v Superman is one of the highest grossing films of all time. You would think from that logic, but no, that's not. See, I don't think that's the, that's equal because, okay, at the same time that that with names like that, that should have grossed a lot more, like than what it did, and it, and it, technically that is a disappointment by the yeah, IP that it. So, I would th- I think that's a bit apples to orange comparison. I think if this okay. one did very well, but. And, and the the only thing I was going to finish was to keep Cavill in as Superman. That you know, and not, that would be different. And I think again, that would be another different set of circumstances. If this movie, if Black Adam, blew away its budget and made all its money back, and then even more some, I, I do think it would be it would be different. And I think that would have made Henry Cavill have to stay as Superman and maybe put Gunn in a different situation. And again, I I don't think he was necessarily and based off the timeline here i don't think he was in the room for the decision to keep henry cavill on in the first place and they obviously didn't sign him on with the real contract i think he came in after this had already been decided and he's like you know guys this is not what i was thinking and you're bringing me on to create this new dc universe and it's supposed to be at my vision and you're already making decisions before i'm even right there's put on to this it seems like there's already been like a deck of cards put on the table for me to play with exactly but so, i just want a whole new deck but in certain regards and that's where i actually have a we, few questions and we'll, which we'll, we'll, de- we'll definitely talk about yeah, it, yeah. so november 3rd gun and saffron begin their work at dc films cavill tells collider that he has yet to speak with gun about his superman return but is excited about Gunn's hiring and looks forward to speaking with him at length about this character's future. One thing I don't think I ever thought, and I don't think it ever came up in our Discord or on our, our conversations, that like 
Henry Cavill was going to be out. Like it just, it just, it did like didn't cross our minds because that announcement was just made. Why well, did it just they, seems like a PR nightmare. Take it back. You know what right? I mean? Yeah, like, oh, this whole this whole Warner Brothers thing is a PR nightmare. No, exactly. But even more, I, I guess I was like, wow, I really can't. That that showed me I couldn't put anything past WV at this point. But I also get to a degree where James Gunn's coming from. But then there are some more confusing things. That, like I said, we'll talk about later. So November 18th, IGN tweets a comparison between Black Adam and Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, after the latter film manages to surpass the former's global gross in under two weeks. Johnson responds directly, saying it's unfair to compare Black Adam's numbers to an established franchise. Now listen. (laughs) I guess. I I get it to a degree of what he's saying. (laughs) I I, I guess. (laughs) The MCU is an established franchise. Black Panther isn't. I think there are a lot of cultural things that backed up that movie, too that made people go out to see it and made it make a ton of money, which is great. But shut up, The Rock. You're, you're like, just, it's not doing well. Like, you could tell he was really on the defensive Defense. at yeah. this point. And that's when we kind of get later down the line with some interesting stuff coming in December. But uh, November 22nd, Gigosity reports that its sources tell them Cavill's new DC contract includes television appearances. Gunn responds quickly to this on Twitter, saying that no one but he and Saffron know about the future of DC or what actors will be signing on and openly questions their motives and the motives of their sources. So I think this is the point in the timeline when James Gunn, the only thing you can believe about any of the DC rumors going on is from James Gunn's Twitter. Period. End of story. Because it was like, for a few weeks, it was like these DC rumors just kind of coming out of the wet work. Out of nowhere. Like... Where are these coming from? Well, and the problem is WB's always been a leaky ship. Yeah, too. right. I'm, I think we've talked about that yeah. on Volume One when we were we were great title. It really that. is. It's good. Yeah, stuff. yeah works out. We we did good. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, like guys. talking about it. Like oh, like remember Gotham City Sirens when announced and like all these like really early on, not casted, no director DC projects that were just kind of like leaked and like in the the sphere. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever happened to them. Never went anywhere. No. Well, and that was the thing. It was because they were like, they did seem to be projects in very early development that just someone would tell someone that they're working on and then it would be a story. Right. And it's like, guys, that isn't even necessarily even in pre-production, but I digress. November 23rd, things are not looking good for the Black Adam box office. It's looking like it's probably going to break even, which in real money means it's going to lose money. But November 23rd, Johnson posts a lengthy video on his Twitter boasting on the, quote, really strong Black Adam box office numbers while celebrating the film being number one on the number one movie on itunes <laughs> after a strategic video on demand release was this before or after um before the the article yeah with yeah. his with his people uh what do you that they think he leaks which we'll talk yeah yeah we'll talk yeah, that's okay, not this until is december this yeah, ain't yeah. happened yet that's yeah, the, that's so the, that's the big that. moment he also continue continues to paint dc and warner brothers at the vill- as the villain of the cavill's return saga uh and then he goes i I was gonna read this quote but he just basically goes on to say dc didn't want to bring him back warner brothers didn't want to bring him back i brought him back i brought back your superman look at me i'm cool right Right. without really even talking about and that's like the w like james gunn or any of the change of like leadership and things like that and and that seemed to me to be kind of somewhat of the truth it seems like the rock had Oh, um, to a degree, for sure. Had, I think he um, not illustrated. Um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? He 
He created the vehicle in which Henry Cavill would return. He started the conversation. He and the ball got rolling from his end. Sure. And everything. And he know. tried to really and use I, that as his look at me. I'm the good guy. And listen, right, right. I think that's very cool. But I think he very is deliberately is using him not because he necessarily. I don't know. I can't read in the rocks motives. I can only speculate from the outside. It looked like he was his pawn, really, to my degree. Like, and and even Hollywood Reporter says this. It does seem like he was like. I don't know if he probably did believe that Henry Cavill was very good in the role and he wanted him back and he know and he saw the fervor from fans to do so. But who knows his true motives on getting him back? I can only speculate that he was really just trying to use him to put his foot in the door. But December 5th, Variety reports that Black Adam could lose between $50 million and $100 million in total. Some silence for two days from Mr. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. December 7th, my birthday. Also Pearl Harbor Day. Rest in peace. Uh, Deadline reports that Black Adam will net a $50 million profit. This information comes from a leaked balance sheet obtained from an anonymous source. Johnson then shares this article on his Twitter later that day, making it his last tweet about the film. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's the last time he's ever talked Besides about it. Besides the follow-up, which we'll talk about after. But yeah, basically that's it. The headline story, and then there's also a headline story right, about this. Patty Jenkins' third Wonder Woman film being officially dead, which spawns rumor that the director uh, walked out Walked away during creative discussions with Gunn and Saffron. Right. So real quick, let's yeah. stop there. I um, meant to follow up. She she made a, a statement about this. Yes. After. So nothing from Gunn officially about this yeah. at all. But there was a big rumor that Patty Jenkins was in a meeting with Saffron and Gunn, and she kind of made a big stew about it. Yeah. Like she got upset or... And like, like kind of stormed were, out. There, right. Something. Yeah. And then that was she, the rumor. And then she had basically said, no, that didn't happen. But she confirmed that she met with them, right? I think she said that there was nothing that, that they said. that Yeah, I think she did. And they said that nothing could be done to, to make it move forward at the time. Which, from what we're knowing now, seems to be because they don't have Wonder Woman in this kind of first phase of what they're planning right now. Right. I don't think so it I, happened. It could have happened. Apparently, she said they don't know what a script is or something like that. It was something to that degree. So in the I, report. I, I guess James and... Um and Saffron had to sit down with, I guess, every project that's sort of in the hopper right uh, now. Yeah, at the moment. Wonder Woman 3 being one of them and be like, okay, like, what do we have? And what are and we, are, yeah, are we, we actually going to go forward with this at all? Yeah. So, and I still think Wonder Woman 3 could definitely happen, and we'll talk about that later, but whatever it was, it's definitely not. Yes, correct. Absolutely. Uh, so... Other other things that came out of that report. Are we going to call this, like, the Miller, the Miller, um... You're talking about the Flash next. Yes. You're looking at me like I was crazy. Oh uh, no, I was, no, we, I was confused. The, for like, we got to like uh, the uh, the Ezra Miller escapade or like, yeah. something crazy. The, uh, <laughs> the Flash was said to at one point contain several Snyderverse cameos that are now being cut to avoid Snyder getting Snyder fans hopes up. And, I, and I've I've seen who was talking about that. Um, not only in the Flash but also Shazam. I've heard both of those that would make sense they could have been like a cavill cameo for that or something like that yeah and that's what we were saying in volume Mm -hmm. one that like there's no way there's not going to be a cameo in in uh, fury of the gods Gods. absolutely sorry uh and then it also reiterated the man of sequel uh man of steel man of steel sequel once being considered that was still on the table when cavill announced his return uh 
but then doubt was also cast on any Black Adam sequels despite Johnson's enthusiasm. They also relayed rumors that studio execs have begun to resent Johnson for how he handled Black Adam's rollout and especially Cavill's return. So I'm wondering if like he told Cavill to like do the announcement or like his people did like his uh, like cause some of the agents apparently know some of the WB execs up there. That's how they got around the, the higher ups to go to the other guys to get him approved. So I'm I'm just wondering who told him specifically. To and then just ironically, go. like a, like that weekend, he's on like a he's on like a panel to talk about. about it, yeah, he, well, he was, he was on something else to talk about. I think it was it was for Enola Holmes. It was when he was doing yeah, press yeah, rounds yeah, for that. Yeah, and then they just brought it up in that very so, timely. I know. You know, yeah. it's very strange. It sucks that like if well, if, I think it just happened to line up with his press junkets. If it's actually, but like. Is this all grand plan or is it all just coincidence? You know? Oh, I think that was coincidence. I think that was because I again I this seemed like or, it was very fire it, drill. Like if they the were rock, figuring out if the, the past rock two was months. really pulling the strings. Well, the rock and I also think and his, his agents, yeah, and and his, his agents people. and such, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, I really don't. So, and then at this point, the last uh, franchise that was reportedly dead in the water, quote unquote, dead in the water. Oh, thank you. Was Aquaman with Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom allegedly wrapping up the story? definitively so that momoa can be cast as lobo not true yeah it doesn't seem like that's the case yeah or at least as of right now it we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk about that later and then it was talking about batman uh matt reeves batman universe and how they are allegedly being left alone and they will still be hand- handled by deluca and abdi those were the two uh new studio heads at at wb that are in charge of uh like the dc side i think or they might just be involved in charge of the whole studio i can't remember uh like the broader studio uh so who's and then, DeLuca and Abdi? Those were the guys that took over for... I think they were the guys that were above Hamada. And really? then they... Yes. Above him? Okay. Yes, those were the two that were like... I, that's why I think they run... We talked about this in volume one. I can't remember specifically. But I think they run... They ran the movie division. And then Hamada and them were DC. Like the And then now James Gunn and Safran took over that. And those two are still above him. But I okay. could be wrong. Okay. Uh... And then at this point, on December 7th, Gunn and Safran were supposedly less than a week away from finalizing their uh, pitch to the studio for the newly minted DCU. After this day, the faithful day, December 7th, December 8th, James Gunn took to Twitter to address the rumors to, in part, to urge fans to take the Hollywood Reporter story with a grain of salt. He says certain parts of the report are accurate and others are false or yet to be determined. So... This was everything was still very much in flux at this point. Uh, December 10th, in response to a tweet from Gunn commemorating the release of 1978 Superman, a user asked if the fans would be getting a Superman film in the near future, and then Gunn said that was his top priority. Right. Uh, and then there was this whole other thing about like a YouTuber claim that quote unquote sources tell him that Gunn disliked Henry Cavill, which the director quickly denied with a blunt reply. When the YouTuber continued to insist on the narrative, Gunn fires off a lightly heated tweet in response, ending the conversation. So again, I, I appreciate how direct he is. And again, it, that's nothing but pure speculation. Like, how could you know that? Right. And I hate when sources like sources say. In the time where everyone, again, shit was just coming out coming of the out woodwork like was and a, everyone yeah. was kind of freaking out and it's like, what's true? And it's like, you know, I, I, I was telling people so much. Like, if you don't hear from James Gunn, it's not true. Yeah. Just flat out, yeah. like there's no way. Like there's probably some of this probably is true, or there's and some it was truth true. To I mean, it. some of it comes out. It's something that came out that was true. But like, so. where is this coming from? That's what I mean. You know, so it you just, just can't. You just can't. Uh, I find that I only trust sources that repeatedly seem to get it right. That's the only way you can do it with source information like that. Yeah, leaks. Like, 
Mr. Sunday movies, I will say, I think he's really good with Gaming leaks. Gaming leaks have a lot of, you know, like known people who will leak certain yeah, things. Absolutely. And, and if that's coming from them, you, they have some credibility. That's all you can do. But December 12th, in his quote, Things I'm Hearing newsletter uh, for Puck News, journalist Matt Baloney says Warner Brothers execs believe Johnson leaked a false balance sheet to deadline for their des- December 7th report. Pretty, so, w- pretty wild claim. Again, so again, this is also a Is source. that like illegal? You would assume so. There's something not you're not supposed to do about it. Right. Yeah. Like, what, what are the laws against that? Yeah. Again, Dwayne, if you really did this, man, it just, it Come just on reeks let's of... Talk. Yeah, let's go. I, I really want to talk. I don't want to put you down. It's just, it just, it just, it just feels, what's the word I'm looking for? Disingenuous? Not even disingenuous, but like you're, tra- so like you're everything, groveling. Everything. Like you're gra- yeah. Like, it's just like, what's going on like, here? Think about it. He's been, he's been running with this character for years. Um, and he's now at the point when the movie, movie's finally out. It, it, it doesn't get great reviews, but it's definitely not the total piece of shit. And he wants it to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah. And, well, he and wants, he'll lie and he'll kind of manipulate information his, to, get, to get it that you way. You know what he wants? He wants his Terminator. He wants, he wants like his... But like why? Because he wants to be an action star. He, wants, he is. No, but like, do you think he's on the level of like an Arnold? Like back no. in the day, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, I think he wants to get to But nobody is some, besides Tom Cruise. No, I agree with you. But I think that's what he's trying to go for, this persona. And it just doesn't quite land all the time. And I think he makes great... I actually really love Jumanji. I think he's great in that. I think he's put in some great roles. But it just seemed weird that he hitched his cart so heavily to this. Anywho, December 14th. Cavill announces on Instagram that after finally meeting with Gunn and Saffron, he's officially done playing Superman. What a fucking day! What? It was a bomb. That was like a. That was like a. That it was, was a moment, moment of silence where that was set. That was only like two weeks later. So this was the moment that I was like, "It's over." The Snyderverse. Put down your arms, Gooch. Put Gooch. down your arms. Gooch. It's over. Gooch has a, a grave in it's the backyard over. where he buried a metaphorical body of the Snyder press. And it's just a cross. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, I, I think for the first time in my life with the Snyder stuff, I was like, this is it. We're Truly, you're, yeah, yeah. And there was, a, there was a rumor recently, or not a rumor, but like, Snyder, uh, you know, Snyder fans were kind of petitioning for Netflix to buy the stuff, which would kind of be cool. But like, that's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Yeah, it's um, just. And like, I guess you can hope for that. But like, that's that's really that's really picking at the bottom of the barrel here. Um, yeah. Make the comic like and, and make like, the comic book. A, Henry Cavill, what a class act, you know, like I would. And, and then he gets the Warhammer series. The next what I would have done to been a fly on the wall. In, in that, that conversation. In, in that conversation just between those three. Because I don't know. I genuinely, I think it, it's, we'll talk about the casting stuff later a little bit more, but it's interesting. He's been very definitive on the Superman casting. I think because it's the first thing they're doing and it's on his mind right now and he has a vision for what Superman is. Right. So they have to dismiss it. So they it really and get have to dismiss out. it or, or say that it's happening. Right. So whereas like where you they get to something gag. like a Shazam, who knows when that's going to happen. When it comes back, who knows? Maybe whoever they have involved, they see it as Zach Levi or whoever it is, and then they go with it. But it's still sad, nonetheless. It was a day that rocked the world. Gunn stated on his <laughs> pun and then. Yeah, uh, he also <laughs> took to Twitter with an announcement. They they all they both put out like this uh, kind of press uh, briefing. Seemed very amicable, you know. Nothing but sympathy and respect for Henry Cavill. Right, and I, uh, James, James Gunn, Gunn even Gunn, says this. Right, he, he got was, dicked around by WB. We'll, we'll say the exact quote later, but. 
it sucks. It I really mean, does. Anyone probably on the Snyder end got dicked around by WB. Too, you yeah. know? No, absolutely. Like, but it, like it, I think it, him especially because he just was like they just weren't doing anything I mean, with he, Superman. He was there from the beginning. Yeah, and they weren't doing anything with Superman. And like Ben Affleck didn't want to do it anyway, so Batman was kind of out. Flash they're they're like in perpetuity with Aquaman's still around. They're still doing Wonder Woman stuff. Like, how are you doing Wonder Woman and not, you're not having Batman? Yeah, it's just or Superman. Like, it's cra- it is crazy. It's it, it, it is crazy. It's insane to think about Superman being so. Well, they just didn't want to touch him with a ten foot so pole for some reason. Sideline. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it's so strange. It's sad. Yeah. Uh, but moving on, December fifteenth, the raps Umberto Gonzalez says Dwayne Johnson turned down a cameo in Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Dwayne. I, he, I think that's a lie. I think it would have shot it at this point. No, he's talking about retroactively. Like he said, like I think, like he's talking about before. Yeah, you're right. He had. Tur- I think he's saying he had turned down. Not that this happened like this moment. He he's like Roberto Gonzalez. He ran a uh, Hollywood Hollywood and stuff. Like he he knows stuff in the industry for sure. I think they offered it to him at one point, probably while he was filming Shazam or filming. See, I would say they filmed it. What do you mean that they? What well, I'm confused. They filmed, um. The Rock filmed a cameo for Shazam. I I see. Like, yeah, why yeah, would it happen this late? You know. What do you mean? I'm confused. What do you mean? Because he's saying that he at one point turned. He I don't think he's Umberto Gonzalez. So let's is saying go at let's, this moment. Let's go back six months. Yeah. Why would he turn it down six months ago? Because he doesn't want to be. Because he wants to keep separate from Shazam. He sees him as this kiddie character. He doesn't. Okay. Seem to respect that character okay. whatsoever, I, and understand that that's where from the Black perspective Adam's of origins come from. From me. From the yeah. from the um, from the expectations of somebody who understands the source material, that would make sense that the Rock would be in it and want to be in it because it's Shazam. It's yes. his it's his yes. rival. Yeah. So from the Rock perspective, it makes sense, I guess, that he would not want to be. He wants to be seen Shazam, as his own character. But like again, it still doesn't make sense because it's like, but dude, it do- like I, where I, where are you? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I feel like with the Rock, it makes perfect sense. He just he wanted like it to doesn't build make any sense. Don't you understand? To... Like where fucking Black Adam is from? Exactly. How can you have? It, it's it's like doing Venom without Spider Man. We watched it and it's kind of disjointed as fuck. Yeah, like we like, did it. You have to skip some pretty important things, or or you miss a cool trick, like like with Venom and Spider Man. But even especially with Shazam and Black Adam, I think I mentioned this to you before. Having a f- 13-year-old, 14-year-old kid fight a 5,000-year-old god that has the same exact powers as him. That's an interesting trick. That's an interesting movie. We can't see that now. At least at this moment. Or we never saw it. Like, that I mean, should have been... Won't. And we won't. We 100% won't. Well, at least in this iteration. I think at I'm, some point we might. Like, 10... And maybe if, if this is successful and they, and they keep going with it. But it just sucks because they wasted that shot. It could have been a really... Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods... Should have been Black Adam's introduction. Yeah. And then he should have led into his own movie after that. At the end, he kind of has a reckoning with like maybe this kid. And I wish he had like some accent or something and had the fucking the, the widow speak. And the pointy ears. And the pointy ears. Like, do it. It's not hard. Uh he could have had a really cool introduction. And then you could have been like, he has this heel turn at the end where he's like, I see what you're like, you know, he he grows and he and he becomes more Billy of an anti-hero. Batson. Billy Batson. I don't know why. And then he's like, like, all right, fine, I'll go back to like conduct. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like he has, he'd be more Arabic, but I don't want to. That sounds worse. Uh, yeah, it just seemed like he his ego really just got in the way. But moving on, December 16th, 
Uh, a source at Hollywood Reporter calls Cavill, quote, upon and Dwayne's failed attempt to control a piece of DC. And I and I really did feel like I just garnered that the whole time. Uh, December 20th, Johnson finally breaks silence. He announces he has met with James Gunn and Peter Safran and announced that neither he nor the character of Black Adam is going to be involved in Gunn and Safran's first chapter of storytelling. And then he goes on to blah, 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 talk about how the door's always open. And I always love the no, Black Adam character. No, it ain't. Dwayne. I'm sorry. No, it ain't. Dwayne, you made some great movies. I genuinely like you. It's just what this was. Could have been better in uh, Mommy Returns. This wasn't it, pal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I agree. You could have showed up to do that shot. And we would have uh, never had that CG nightmare. And Come then on. there was some stuff in like January <laughs> that I feel like kind of, you know, explains itself. And then we kind of we get the slate. But there was interesting tidbits about Dwayne Johnson pushed for producing credits on Super Pets, but quote did little to promote it. I don't know which, if I which dis- doesn't seem right because on I feel his like Instagram, I saw it all the time. He's I feel like he it. was talking about it all the he, time. He like dressed up as a fucking dog. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> like I don't crypto. Think- and then, and then he apparently insisted on a tequila bar at the Black Adam NY premiere, even though the film is PG-13. And this was yeah, to his, his of tequila brand. brand yeah. Which, to be honest, that doesn't even... Again, if that movie does well, that doesn't matter. But it, it didn't do well. Yeah, I That's mean, like, pro- yeah. like uh, what do you think? Kids are going to this fucking thing? It's a red car premiere. Well, it's all industry. Exactly. Here. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, and then, at this point, Wonder Woman was reportedly not part of James Gunn's, uh, quote, three-year plan at the time. I don't know exactly what we knew. But uh, and then January thirteenth, Reeves talks about how he's gonna he's going to meet with Peter and James in a few weeks to discuss a long term plan of the quote Batverse. Uh, Gunn reiterates that he had not yet cast Superman and does not have anyone specific in mind beyond youth. He wants a young soups, which is interesting for the direction they're they're saying they're going. But we'll see. And that Gooch concludes our Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, The Rockening. I like The Rockening. The rocketing of DC. Good with names. It is. It's good stuff. I appreciate it. I, I, I think uh, this doesn't really have anything to do with The Rock, but um, Titans and Doom Patrol got canceled in this time period. Um, Which so, I was. We, so we were going to talk I about that, the Elseworlds stuff a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I think that's proof of like they, like the CW stuff is already being canceled. I think Gotham Knights will air and that's it. It'll get canceled. It'll, they'll air that first season, but it ain't going anywhere. Uh, you know, and and we'll also talk about this. Superman and Lois will be another season or two, and then it's out. So that's uh, going to be a cool show to just have as its own thing, though. I will say, yeah, Superman yeah. and Lois, just it's kind of a but yeah. I'm sorry, and they, and they yeah. clearly identified its its popularity and success. But the reason I'm bringing that up is because it's clear that they are getting rid of everything that is not in James Gunn and Peter Safran's plan. They are cleaning yeah. house. Cancel all the shows. Well, and he and James Gunn did say it seemed like that was being done. Clearing house was being. Before. I mean, we saw. Bad but moment, I yeah. think it, I. I don't know how. I don't know how I, I believe that because I think it would have been done anyway. The only DC Universe survivor at this point is Harley Quinn, and that's technically Elseworlds too, right now. You would have. They to don't assume. mention it, but you would yeah, have to you assume. assume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, January thirty first, Gooch. The plan. Tuesday. Tuesday, January thirty first, twelve p.m. EST. Quote, the eight to ten year plan of what DC Studios will be in film, TV, and gaming. Do you want me to re- read his, his opening remark? Yeah, if you, yeah, go for it. Yeah, just to give you a Yeah, a just breath. a little, 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 yeah, that'll be great. Hey, everybody, I'm James Gunn. I'm the co-CEO of DC Studios. As so many of you know, DC has been disconnected uh, from film and television for a long time. And it's one, it's one, and it's one of, you know, our jobs, mine and Peter's, is to come in and make sure that DCU is connected 
in film, television, and gaming and animation, and that the characters are consistently played by the same actors, and it works within the story. Again, this is like transcripted from the video, yeah, so exactly it might sound a little like disjointed as he's talking. But let real quick, like you know, the quote you just said in the beginning. It is great to see that not only are the movies and the shows going to be intermingled, but games. Yeah, it's um, a lofty animation. Like it, it, they're they are truly going. To an extent that Marvel really has not even done. Listen. Which would be crazy to think about. I'm going to pretense this with the amount of times WB has said they're going to do a thing and followed through with it. I can count on my one hand. So, that being said. Right. Say this all goes through. I think that idea is great. I think it's a lofty goal. To, to, it is a really lofty goal. To, to it's a really real long-term plan. And even just with like actors crossing over, you got to think about that, how that works contract-wise. And, you know, it's it's money. It's definitely a good chunk of change to keep all these actors going, especially across a bunch of different mediums. But just off the bat, he definitely reeled me in with just that whole intro. It got me excited. And before we get into it, uh, I was watching Dan Merrill's wrap-up of this. He's a great YouTuber. Shout I out to Dan Merrill. Yeah, I, he, I haven't watched his video yet, unfortunately. He, uh, he used to be on Screen Junkies and stuff, but he has his own uh, channel now. Great stuff. He went over the writer's room that he found, uh, at least the people he could find notably on it. So, so far, we have... Yeah, so there's going to be a full writer's room at, for, for this universe now. People James Gunn has collected personally, apparently, and, and really thought... Stuck out, and and Peter Safran's definitely very much involved in this. He's more of the money man, of course, but Gunn yeah, is making clearly more James of the, Gunn is the face. He and right. and the and more the creative, the creative directed right. guy. Uh, so the writers room, we're at starting out the the list. We got Drew Goddard, who is known. He wrote Cloverfield. Uh, he did some writing in Cabin in the Woods, some Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I think he did a few other like Joss Whedon things. So I don't know how you're gonna feel about that, but uh, he was the Daredevil series creator, actually, which I didn't know. He stepped away, I think, like after the first Marvel? season or two. Yeah, from the, the Netflix show. Right. Uh, then you got Christina Hodson, which has a bit of a mixed bag here. So, Bumblebee, which is apparently very good, and I still want to watch. Uh, Umbrella, oh uh, no, I'm sorry, I went on. She wrote the forthcoming Flash film, or at least co-wrote, I think. Well, James Gunn called that one of the best superhero movies he's ever seen, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Batgirl, which was canned. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> and then we got Birds of Prey, The Emancipation of Harley Quinn, or whatever the fuck that's called. Uh, and I don't mean that. I just mean because that's a long title. It's just I don't want to say it. I understood what you meant. Uh, no, I know, but I didn't want to sound like, <laughs> sound like fuck that movie. Uh, and then after that, we got Jeremy Slater. He wrote Fan Four Stick. That was chopped up by the, the studio, so I'll give him a pass on that. Umbrella Academy, he had a big part in. I don't know if he was a series creator. I can't remember. Uh, he, was a, he was a series creator for Moon Knight. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And then he was also, uh, a writer, I think on death note or a producer. It's funny. That death note movie I heard is trash. I didn't hate it. You watched it? Yes. I watched have it when it came out. Have you watched the anime? No. And I think huh. that's why I liked it. Yeah. It's probably, Cause I think the, co- well, it. I just think it like knowing nothing at all about the, co- the anime, the concept worked, and I understood what they were trying to say. Yeah, I, Death Note has been an anime that's been on my list for a while, and I'm like, I gotta watch the anime before I watch this movie. Yeah, so. and then you got uh, Crystal Henry. I think who, it's Crystal Henry. Crystal Henry. Yeah, uh, yeah. She wrote the Watchmen TV series. She has some other credits. I, I didn't have the chance that to look them really up. That really, but that's made a good my one. Dick go hard. Yeah, that's cool. Well, it's funny because they said <laughs> Watchmen, and I was like, Ugh. and I was like, like the comic because he's been he was talking about comic book writers and such right, too. Because we're in the I was like, oh, the TV Tom show. King. Yeah. That makes more sense. Uh, yeah, she's Emmy winner. She's wrote on a few other things. Then we have Tom King, 
who was a pretty major comic book writer a in the major past 10, year, 10 years. recent yeah. comic book writer. I think he started with Injustice. Yeah. I'm almost positive Injustice was his first major role. Yeah, so he relaunched role. and wrote Batman from the 2016 to the 2019 run. I actually read most of that. It's very cool. It's where Gotham Girl and Gotham Man show up and yeah, stuff like that. The, yeah, so it's the rebirth. It's yeah, rebirth. It's rebirth, yeah. yeah. Uh, then he wrote the uh, like a very well-renowned Mr. Miracle title, I yeah. think, like that you, you would know if you saw the... the, the I know the what front, it is. You would it's see a it. big bar, isn't it? Too? Yeah, and then yeah. the vision. He also wrote the family one where he had where the, he had the Wanda vision. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Supergirl, notably Woman of Tomorrow, which cannot wait. We'll to talk, talk about, about very soon. Uh, so yeah, pretty interesting writing room so far. I'm not the only one that's interesting to me. There is is Christina Hudson. She seemed to have has had some mixed bags, but hey, hope for the best. All that good stuff. Uh, so now we're moving on to the Elseworlds stuff. I mean, I don't know if we have to read this whole thing out, Gucci. If you would like to, you can. Uh, would you like me to, Trio? I mean, it's up to you. If you think it's if you think we if you think it's best, go yeah. For let it. me let me blitz through it real quick. Uh, so this is a little bit out of order, but he does his introduction and then he talks about the Elseworlds stuff. If something is outside of that, like Matt Reeves Batman or Todd Phillips Joker or Teen Titans Go, that is clearly going to be labeled as DC Elseworlds outside of the mainstream DCU continuity. Makes sense. Now, Peter and I have gotten pretty lucky in terms of the four projects that are coming out over the next year. First, we have Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Shazam! has always been a kind of character in his own part of the DCU. Fact. So he connects very well that uh, to the movie that leads directly into The Flash. I don't really understand what that means because he kind of he like contradicts himself. Well, it doesn't connect to anything else, so you can lead into Blue Beetle, which is also not really... It's its a brand new thing, so you can kind of separate... Set, I don't think it's going to lead to... I don't think it's literally going to... Like, right, Shazam I, is going to no, set up that. I think that was no. just more of a... Like a like an aside, like how we... How okay. we yeah, yeah, so he said this movie direct directly this movie goes directly into flash a fantastic movie that i really love that resets the entire dc universe we have confirmation that this is officially flashpoint um then moving into blue beetle um a fantastic film about a kid who's a marvelous part of the dcu and then into aquaman 2 i i think my biggest question here is what the fuck blue beetle actually is at this point like where it fits we know flash is going to reset everything i um, think it's just going to be a new it's just, just going to be a a phase one movie okay. like to, to bring in a Marvel, like to just, we're just, I would, I, let's it's, so, it's so, it's so I funny that it's like, yeah, Blue I know you're like, like the starting I point. I would love if it's just, this is Blue Beetle. This is his origins. This is a compelling villain. I think Ted Cord is, it's a gender bend. Uh, yeah. Ted, I, Ted Cord. I, he, I think they might be doing real Ted Cord though, considering we're getting a certain other character that we'll uh, talk yeah, about okay. at the end of this Good series. Point. But, um, yeah. But then that, uh, the Elseworlds stuff. So, yeah. So, Elseworlds, that's what he's saying. That's going to be the brand on everything that is not part of the full-fledged DCU. So, Good stuff. So, Great our things. Elseworlds stuff consists of uh, the Batman, the Batman Part 2, which is coming out October 25th, 2025. Todd Phillips, Joker. Uh, Joker, Folie de... Uh, Folie de... Folie de... Um, Ta-Nehisi Coates. Ta-Nehisi Coates Black Superman film, which I didn't know was still a thing. Yeah. Superman and Lois. Teen Titans Go, Titans, and Doom Patrol um, are all part of the Elseworlds brand. Yeah, and, and prob there's probably a lot of things that we didn't list on there, but basically anything that's not going to be consisting of these characters that are connecting. So, so yeah. let, I'll lead into the last quote, and then we won't read everything he verbatim says because we're probably just going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So, which 
talking about Aquaman 2, which leads directly into our next few projects. Me and a, uh, and a group of very talented writers have started to map out an 8-10 to 10 year plan of what DC Studios will be in film, television, and gaming. The first chapter is called Gods and Monsters. This is... Um, now this is one. Uh, now this one I'm about to tell you is going to be part of our first chapter. It's not the entire first chapter. Yeah. So, so again, part one, Gods yeah. and Monsters, Chapter One. No phases, Gooch. Chapters. Chapters, and we got a sneak peek at a part of Chapter One. So I would I, say it looks like Part One. Yeah, Part One of of Chapter One. Before we start talking about what what he talked about, my only question was like. Why gods and monsters other than the obvious? Because there is a bunch of gods and monsters in this. We know there's a DC animated movie called Gods and Monsters. I didn't know if there was any other meaning to that title. I don't really think there is. To be I, honest, I'm not ready to read into it at all yet. Yeah, but I was I, reading I into think, it. I'm like, why gods and monsters? I'm like, the I, DC animated film, the animated film, which is I pretty think good. it's literally because it's got, you know, you got your gods, Superman, and your monsters, the, the Commander Squad. Yeah, the so creature I, commanders, yeah. And I think maybe it's about these, the yeah, those worlds inter intersecting and, and, and crossing. And I mean, you know, we're getting certain other very mystical characters. But yeah, so we have the existing Slate like, slate, like we said, Shazam Fury of the Gods was coming soon. The Flash is after that, right? Yes. Okay, that will reset the universe. Then we have Blue Beetle and Aquaman 2. We Lost know Kingdom. about all that. Lost Kingdom, great stuff. And then we move in to all the new things. As we said, Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters, Part 1. At first off, so I just did these in chronological order with, I guess this is how they're going to be released, right, this but is we don't know for about sure. them in this order. Yeah, so uh, we only have like exact dates on a, on a certain things or, or kind of even speculative dates. First up, we have Creature Commandos. Uh, it's going to be an animated series. All episodes have been written. I think they said there's like seven or maybe eight. Uh, the characters will move in and out of animation, hopefully with the same characters, portraying them. Basically, it's Suicide Squad with classic movie monsters, almost, it seems. Yes. To a degree. And uh, Rick Flagg Flag Sr. is in yeah. it. Weasel. This is where Weasel's yeah. from. Um, so this is a prequel, you think? I guess, it, it, or is it I guess it would have to be. Current day. Why is that? Because of Rick Flagg's dad. I guess, I yeah, you're right. That would lead me to, but I guess he could just be an old man that's still alive and in the army at current day. And, like, you could you could deal with the fallout of his son dying uh, and stuff like you that. Could. So That'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be curious to see where that's set. Very outside the box. And one thing I have to say of my reaction from this slate, and we, I know we haven't talked about it, is ex eccentric. Yes. This is really odd. Yeah. You know, this isn't like, it's not like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, you know, Flash. It's not it's the not, first seven It's not like Justice the, League the people you would pick. We started out with creature commandos? Yeah. What a James Gunn thing to do. But again, he's like, this do. is like starting it, but whole, he even says later, like, what the true start and of I, the new DCU is. And I like the is. image of the characters we got. Uh, uh, that anime, if that's what they're going animation style, I love it. It looks really cool, and yeah. I guess they're going to do some, like, meta shit with it when he was talking about characters coming in and out of animation like the character the the actor who is portraying them will also voice them yeah. and i'm like that's that's great that's pretty that's cool all, and again that's what i'm talking about though like if you can pull that off fantastic but that is a bit of a big ask i think we gotta we gotta remember just to get all those people to coordinate across all the different uh uh mediums next up we have waller which is a live action series this is very basically, surprising yes well i think this is just because we don't have a peacemaker season two written yet and and james gunn wants to do that himself when he has the time but this is basically a connector between season one and season two of peacemaker viola davis will return waller will team up with members of team peacemaker and the story was created by crystal henry 
as we said, who did Watchmen, and Jeremy Carver, who started, the, who created the Doom Patrol TV series. So this answers a lot of questions because this is the only time James Gunn talks about Peacemaker. And here, so okay, let's let's talk about Peacemaker and Suicide Squad. What James Gunn has done for DC. It seemed like James Gunn was clean slate. Yeah. Cavill's out. The old old guard seems to be out. Patty Jenkins, I guess not. Not that she isn't writing Wonder Woman, but whatever that was before is out. We see, you know, he's it, he's cleaning house. Is it unfair that he's kept his things? So that's that's what I'm getting to. It was surprising to me to see that not only is he, I mean, Viola Davis wasn't his cast. That's technically like a Snyderverse thing. Yeah. So like this is where it gets. So that's I think confusing. Let me finish. Yes, no, I agree. Um, Sorry, jumping in. Oh. Y- you know, uh, Viola Davis, yeah. and then okay, well then, right? He talks about Peacemaker. Not only his wife is in that, but he made it, as we as we yeah. just talked about, and as as pretty honest. And those Suicide Squad characters, and yeah. again, Suicide characters that came from the Snyder era. So yeah. it's interesting to see that he would do this. Why not? Well, but again, and he's leaving, disassociate. So this is what I was entirely. talking about with the other characters. Like he's like all we we'll get to it more in miscellaneous. I guess so we can just talk about keep, it now. I understand why keep these characters, but not keep Cavill because you know, I, like I said, this is what I was speaking to before. I think he has such a clear vision of what Superman is going to be next, and that's the character he's focused on, and that what that is what they're working on now. So that he's like, I don't see Cavill as the Superman for my story. Right. Whereas the other ones are so that's pretty far. Clear. Whereas Peacemaker, listen, I get it. I think he would have alleviated some haters, quote unquote, that are going to just not like this from the beginning if he were to just axe those characters totally. But at the same time, those are good and successful shows and that Suicide Squad is great that he made. And I don't know. I think he earned the right to keep those characters, personally for me. I, I Does it outwardly look great? And does it optics wise, would it help, I think, if he got rid of them? And yeah. that's my only. I, I don't. I, and it's the same I, with I these other characters. Gripe. It's the same with Shazam. It's the same with what he's talking. It's the same with uh, Aquaman. Right. Because you know, spoilers. He does kind of leave the door open for everyone else to be like, "Hey, if you want to like continue to do your character, you can." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I. Just, I wish they were more definitive on right, that. Right. It just seems odd. Like, why leave it in their ballpark? It seems like, to be more well. And again, I think he. I think the idea is he's saying let's leave it in the ballpark of the writers at the time when they write the movie, and we're not at that point yet. Right. So I think he's just saying, well, it's not out of the question, but like we're not like it's not at your beck and call if we're making this and you want to be like, yeah, I want to come back. We're still gonna make that decision. But I agree. I wish he would be more definitive on that stuff. That's that's where one of my major gripes is with this. Because I really thought we were gonna get away with all of it. Like, get away with... Or do away with all of it. I did too. I did too. So we'll see what happens. I mean, they must really be so confident in The Flash to keep that going, to not cancel that. They really think something, like, big is going on. So we'll we'll see. Uh, So after that, we have the official Superman movie, the new one, Superman Legacy. Uh, It's a film. Quote, unquote, it will be the true beginning of the DCU, and it is set to premiere july 11th 2025 that's blockbuster season gooch july that's the big time so that's cool and then this was out of the press junket i saw this was also another thing i got from from dan merle as well uh the movie focuses on a superman on a superman who is trying to balance his kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing he's the embodiment of truth justice and the american way he is kindness and a word that in a world that kind that thinks kindness is old-fashioned 
It is a character that should speak to everyone. Do you think Superman should speak to everyone? Because I actually agree with that. Yes. I think that's yes. a, that's a true statement. Yes. He said. He, I, I think just, he said, "quote unquote." It's it's a four quadrant super uh, movie. Like it should. It should what is four quadrant? I guess it appeals to all four quadrants of whatever the market. Okay. Like right. Yeah. To just show different sections. Broad of people, appeal. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm. I don't know how I feel about Superman Legacy. Because I think I'm just like I don't have anything to look at. I don't have anything to go off of. So I'm not. I really I'm like not, that quote. I'm not sure what to think. It sounds like he's going very Reeves esque, and, and it's and that's that... what I don't like. I don't like <sighs> See, fucking I want... Boy Scout Superman. That's exactly why I like. I am Zack so... Snyder's take on the character. I hear you. I'm so sick of dark, doomy, gloomy Superman who's like, but I don't want to be Superman, and he kind and he never. He See, was he was approaching that time to where he was going to be that it like where they were trying to go through that thing but I don't like that I want Superman he doesn't need to be a boy scout he can be interesting But Matt Reeves but, Superman or sorry um Christopher Reeves Superman is that Superman No I know I agree and I'm and so, like, and like I meant I, to say he doesn't need to be an exact boy scout but he can be along that line of like he is the great like he is supposed to be that embodiment. He is I, supposed to be someone. I that's, like how we see Superman and Superman and Lois. He's kind of like a dad first before he is anything else. Well, that and that's really be, interesting. Yeah. And he's not super dark, but he's not like a well. Super and I think balancing his yeah, Boy Scout either. And I like the way we see him in the animated stuff. And like, but he's he's not. He's never. He really hasn't been portrayed as the Boy Scout like good guy to a fault in like a long time. I know. So I guess like, that's what scares me. It's like, are we really going to go back to that? But that's that? what excites, like, we haven't seen that in a while, and we haven't seen it done well in the modern And I don't era. like the comic book that they're taking from. I hate that art. Well, do you, have you read the story? I agree. I don't like the art either, but, like, also, is the it's story, also Superman, is the story right? good? Like, I don't, I don't well, know. Well, but and is that, that seems to be inspiration. Again, like, these seem to be inspirations aside from one that seems to be a, a more direct, somewhat of a direct adaptation. And honestly, I think they should do this more often with just adapting straight comic book stories. Marvel to, definitely doesn't do it. Well, neither did know? really like DC started in, inspired out and I think, doing it. I think DC was inspired, but again, like they do it in certain ways. Like, yeah, I know Zack Snyder did death of Superman, but he, he, did really he did it did. drastically different from how it was. And he jumped right, right into it. That is still my biggest gripe with the Snyder versus he wanted to do everything in three movies for some reason. Like we shouldn't have Superman die in the second time we see him in his second movie, but that's a whole nother thing. I digress from, I don't know. This sounds great to me. I want to see that done well. And I think James Gunn could write something great like that. Uh, I do want to see Superman be this, this symbol of hope. And I do think the Snyder one for all the things I love about it. I do think it leads very heavily into that dark aspect, which is fine. And I don't want him to see just a, a goody do shoes Boy Scout, but I don't know. I, I think there is a good way to make him just the embodiment of good and still make it interesting and not just have him be a Boy Scout who. Right. You know what I mean? I, I agree with you, but it's just the fear of like, okay, like, I think the way he where are we going to go? Great. Yeah, we'll see. It's funny. Besides Henry Cavill, we have not seen a modern day Superman. Well, no, this, I mean, we had Brandon Routh too. Well, it's like, we but had, like, nobody that was likes modern. Superman Returns. <laughs> Sure, but I I would say Man of Steel is also somewhat divided as well. I also haven't seen Superman Returns in a long. That's what fucking I mean. Time. I don't think that uh, I think that's more re- regarded fully as like a not great movie, like most people. Uh, yeah, agree with that. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see what happens with Superman Legacy. Do <sighs> you like the title? Scene. I do. I like it a lot. I you know what I'm fine with though, and I want to see more of t- numbers. Just give me a fucking number on a movie because I have to be. <coughs> Just for Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home. The subtitles get out of hand when it's like into the like fifth the Batman one. Part Two. Thank you. 
I like the part two. Last of Us is doing the part two route. We got Dune part two, but that really is like a legitimate, like it's part one of the book, part two of the book. So yeah, okay. interesting. Next up. Oh, Here we go. Huge. This is one I've been waiting this, for for a long so time. So this is... I'm not surprised that they brought this over because this was this has been a thing for so long. Well, they that, cut this, yeah this, 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 this show. So lanterns, right? We're getting the series finally. Right, the story we, will follow Hal Jordan, John Stewart. It is True Detective meets the Green Lantern Corps. It is a terrestrial based story. Uh, the duo will uncover a quote terrifying mystery that ties into the larger story of the DCU. This seems to be a pretty big linchpin. Uh, seems to set up what is majorly going on throughout the universe. I just want to see Green Lantern done right. I, I I think this idea of John Stewart and Hal Jordan interacting and their 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 personalities clashing and they're really trying to do kind of somewhat detective things like working as as cops because yeah, Green Lanterns are cops. They're space cops. That's a lot of people maybe don't realize that that are that don't follow the series as much. There are a lot of them, so you have to do some extra work to put in. Why do I care about these Green Lanterns? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I want to see them do that. I think they can. I think with an HBO budget. You can make this into something really cool and special. This is a completely reworked idea from what it used to be. Right. We, Greg we, Berlanti we, left the project, who was the original producer. We, we've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. It was originally more, supposed to be a Guy Gardner. A times. Yeah, Alan Scott show. We had that Black Canary Green Lantern discussion. That's forever also ago. something that um, was not brought up at all. Or but nobody... again, I feel like that's like the Nightwing thing we hear about. It's like they might be doing right. this. Right. I'm curious if Misha Green is going to come out and be like, yeah, the Black Canary thing is no longer a mm. thing. Because it definitely doesn't seem like it, but we haven't heard anything yep. about it. But I like this idea of True Detective meets the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, I'm excited. What do you think the big threat's going to be? What's the big Green Lantern? But I, I know we have Parallax. Or like, do you think it's going to be like a, like the Red Lanterns? Or- I think so. It depends on how they're going to set up this big threat. Is the big threat because like lantern related that's going to affect like they could do brightest night or, or darkest uh darkest night and things like that and there are some very green lantern centric universe bending storylines you could do the, the the black lantern core you could do the death lanterns i mean if you really want to start at the basics and honestly where i think they should is is the yellow lantern war the sinestro core war and all mm-hmm. that stuff and I don't know if that's something you necessarily bring in the whole universe for. So maybe it is Blackest Night. Maybe that's the right. one that you, that's what you, I'm you saying. really it's like, do. It's so like the Yellow Lantern it depends on doesn't if seem it's, If it's supposed else. to be specifically... I guess it would make sense that it's specifically more tied to the Green Lantern series or the characters because it's in their series. But I don't know. I mean, do, I don't think they do Darkseid because we just saw him. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I really and, don't. And Darkseid really isn't a Green Lantern-based villain. Well, but again, so this is one. They with. discover. They're saying they discover a mystery that seems to set up the entire, like, Maybe what the main overplot is. So is it, like, is it specifically Lantern-related that's going to be? Or is it just, like, they discover something that's affecting the whole world? Do you think it could be New Genesis? It could. Like that's the, there could be so many different. Like, like we don't even get to Apocalypse. We're assuming. Just, it's remember Lan- that New Gods movie? Yeah. Assuming it's Lantern related, I think they do Blackest Night. And can for those who don't know what's Blackest Night? Blackest I Night is, is but... when uh, basically all the the different colors of the emotional spectrum are introduced, and we meet like the Orange Lantern Corps and, and the Blue Lantern Corps and Red and all that stuff, right. and the Black. I can't remember exactly how it, I haven't read it in so long. The the black lance like the black emotional spectrum entity entity like broke free and started creating black lanterns from dead heroes, you like blessing blessing them with the lantern rings, and they need to fight back for, it's been so long. I can't remember. Basically they're fighting the Black Lantern Corps. 
who was right. taking down uh, who embodied Justin. death. Who embodied death? Correct. Right. Uh, so you could do something cool there. You absolutely could. I think, like, I guess they can just alternate. Uh, Kyle Rayner's really heavily involved in that storyline and things like that. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just am praying for a good Green Lantern something. It's been something on my plate for a while, Gage. Absolutely. Next up, we have a kind of out of left field one, The Authority. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a film. It's based on uh, Wild these Wildstorm characters, which was an imprint of DC back in the day, which was formerly Image. Yes, which so, was like all of these Seth MacFarlane, um, Jim Lee, Jim Lee, Deadpool man. Yeah, um, uh, Liefeld, Rob yeah, Liefeld. Rob Liefeld. Yeah, those guys. And, yeah, so creators that broke off from these major combo companies to create one that would let you keep your characters. So, yeah. It's it's interesting. Uh, it's based on those Wildstorm characters, like I said. Gunn described them as quote a group of superheroes. Did I say Seth MacFarlane? I meant Todd MacFarlane. You, did, you know what's funny? I was like, isn't that the family? I just kind of moved on. Todd MacFarlane. Uh, <laughs> Gunn describes them as a gro- a group of superheroes who think the world is broken and they want to fix it by any means necessary. So I think this is your boys crowd yep. that isn't. But it's not, of but course, it's not going to be far. political and social commentary, but it's going to be like the it's superheroes gonna be commenting who kill on people. They're su- well, I do think there will be a bit of social commentary, and I think there, I think he will lead yeah, into that not, somewhat. Not like not what the, boys, the, yeah, to the, the show is doing. Yes, yeah, for sure. Uh, but there could be something interesting. This is something I know next to nothing about property-wise, and I think I'm going to keep it that way. I'm going to try and do my best to really not look into these characters that much i feel like i like by the time the movie comes out I'll, i could be yeah <laughs> listen know. i could have watched a whole explainer video it, it might happen right it's gonna but, happen uh, <laughs> I, I, right now I, I really don't know much about them they seem to be an anti-hero justice league i mean again that's a james gunn thing to do we started off with a weird group and you know we're not well, ending with I a think, weird group i but think he's starting with some pretty solid characters with superman and green lantern and then you can bring in this kind of Right, he's not doing like the full known roster. He's doing like three of them, and then he's just sprinkling in some weird shit. Exactly, <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, and then after Lantern, or after the Authority, I should say, we have Paradise Lost, which is probably one of the more interesting picks out of yeah, this. Yeah, and I, I got a lot of questions about yeah, this. Yeah, so this is a series. It's a prequel that follows the story of Paradise Island, aka Themyscira's fall, uh, and basically it's 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 fall to what it is in. Uh, it's a prequel series. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, very Game of Thrones toned, apparently. A lot of houses, a lot of political intrigue. Back and forth, backstabbing. I don't know. I think this is to kind of grab your Pennyworth crowd. that Because that show apparently did pretty well. Even and though that they just canceled, canceled it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I think this is kind of their attempt to look for something more adult. They they are they, Like we said before, they're shooting the gambit tone-wise. If they actually commit to it, too. That's the other thing. They actually have to follow through with these things. Right. Uh, so so we'll see. What, anything else to say on Paradise Lost? Yeah, so I got a lot of questions in regards to, okay, are we totally recasting everyone from Wonder Woman? Or are we going with the Snyder aesthetics that he's established with the Amazonians? He casted a lot of them. He obviously casted Gal Gadot in the role, but she's obviously not going to be, you know, Wonder Woman. Doesn't Won't seem, be showing. Yeah, this is before she's alive. Right, but Hippolyta and, and, like, and I think you could have, and and those characters, like, you know, they're cast and their looks and aesthetics Do you are get the Greek vol- gods involved and things like that? Do you do you get, yeah. like, different... I mean, you'll see Hercules probably and things like that if they do that. I, I, I think you need to lean into the Greek mythology aspect about it a but, lot. But do you want to see the Snyder stuff come back from the the, the, the Amazonians? Yeah, I mean, it's I, fine. I like I that aesthetic. Awesome. No, and I mean, if they're going to keep Wonder Woman, I, I just... And the cast. I think it's really coming down to whatever writer they get on. 
everything Gunn keeps saying is that it's up it, it, the creative force is driving here and I want to believe him I do and I think he genuinely thinks that and believes it and wants that to be the case because if they change Themyscira I guess they change Wonder Woman that's what I mean or that's they don't saying. and they just bring her back like again I think this is really left up to he's leaving this in the hands of whoever they bring on to do these uh, projects well I think the idea is interesting and the premise I'm not like would I've ever asked for this no no again I think this is more the shot in the dark and to get an older crowd in. Next up, we have one that I'm actually... I mean, I think a lot of people are excited for. I think he's a bit of a cult classic hero. Mr. Booster Gold is getting a live this action This is a project series. that's been around long fucking 10 time. years, 20... I mean, I feel like there's always been a, like a possible project percolating. I know yeah. there was one a while back, but uh, it is going to be a series. And James Gunn said it is, quote, the superhero version of imposter syndrome. So if you don't know who Booster Gold is, he's a guy from the 31st century who brings back all of this future technology to be that is very rudimentary technology in the future to be a superhero in the present day and just to be cool like he's kind of an, he, he does it just right. to be like look at look at how cool i am i'm saving people could be very cool this is your comedy series and if you hit that tone right and get the casting right that could be very cool who do you want as booster gold i think that's a, like a pretty like that's a good easy I, character to cast and i think you want you can get a known character for that one for me. I think a lot of these, I would love to see them like, especially Superman. I want them to go more unknown. Do you have an idea? I mean, like you put me on the spots. So. No, you're right. I but know. I can like see him. I know. I can see him. I can too. I mean, uh, he wouldn't do it, but I do think I'm Ryan, thinking I Chris do, Pratt. <laughs> I do think Ryan Gosling would do great in that. Ooh, I think he, he could play Ooh. that very well. Yeah. But I, I don't mean, think he I would think do he'd it. have to like pack on some muscle. Oh, for sure. I mean, he could do that easily. Have you, yeah. have you seen the guy? Come on. Yeah. I've seen the guys. Great stuff. Yeah. The guys. I was like, he's in some of like my favorite movies. Dude. You know what was so funny? I found out the other day, just quick side tangent. You know one of my like most hated movies ever, The Predator? It was written by uh oh fuck, I can't remember his name. Shane like, Black. Like the one we reviewed. Yes. Yeah. I think it's again, give me numbers. The Predators, Predator, Predators. Which one is it? I don't remember. The <laughs> most recent one. Yeah, the one that by I was Shane like, Black. Yeah, this is like And what I, I just expected. despised it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was written by Shane Black, who did uh the other guys. Have you not the other guys? The nice guys. Yeah, have you ever nice seen guys. that? Yeah, yeah. I one of seen the it, funniest fucking moves I've ever seen. Genuinely, one of my favorite movies of all time. Brian Gosling's like, in it. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, it made me think back. I'm like, did you do this on purpose? Like, did you make this movie so terrible just to see if you? I don't know. It just blew me away. Anywho, side tangent over. Let's get back. Next up, Gooch. I think this is the one that you might be the most excited for. Would you say that's fair to say? Abs. Um. Wait, you skipped one. What did I skip? Uh, oh fuck i did i'm sorry so yeah. going back one we missed a big one <laughs> yeah. the brave and the bold which is the next batman where the new dcu batman will be introduced it is a film it is a batman and robin robin father son story great yeah i think we, this is we, a cool we, angle that is we've one thing of the batman verse that we are missing in well especially like damian wayne we've never i think this idea of the father son dynamic is even another layer that's, and that's kind of where it's like it sucks they're not doing dick grayson but i kind of understand but you know what that leads wayne. them open for nightwing exists Dick, Jason Todd exists. They're out already Tim doing Drake, their thing. I guess Tim Drake exist. is already dead. Yeah, and might so be maybe Tim Drake's dead at this point, and he thinks he's dead. I think that allows you to set up these so, many different. So things. this film did mention James Gunn did mention that they're they're like setting up like uh, the last the thing Bat he family. says. Yeah. Uh, Batman tries to get in line, and so the story of the two of them and the beginning of sort of the Bat Family in the DCU. So I imagine all his sidekicks will have existed I would hope and so. will be in this yes. movie or not i don't even think they necessarily have to be in the i think you can have nightwing show up or something because no, he I needs think, help i think you need to see them all 
I think that's a big ask, Cooch. I think they need to do it. I think give me Nightwing and I'd be satisfied. Like he brings Nightwing in to help him. Like with because he does show up in that. I think I've have you seen Batman versus Robin? Yeah, son yeah. of Batman too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a that's a it's good. That's the they're good. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think that could be very good. I want to read that Grant Morrison run. He was mentioned a lot during this. So yeah, he was. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah, follows. Batman I'm not like big on the title. The Brave and the Bold. Yeah, I kind of like it. It's very classic. Yeah, it but is. I feel like that's no. I guess world fi- world's finest is uh, Superman and, and Batman. Yeah. No, I think that works very well. I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it, uh, I, I'm interested to see a Robin. I think at this point, I think that's where my biggest, so long. biggest intrigue is. Is like we have not seen Robin done properly, and I and I and I shudder to even say since um, is it Batman Forever that he's introduced? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, that was the only version of Dick Grayson Gooch, we Gooch, ever got. Gooch. I cannot sanction your buffoonery on this. Okay. <laughs> and then in, and then in Batman and Robin, which just made it all worse. Yeah. And then we got Batgirl in that. But like besides those two movies, we've never live seen live action Bat Family. Live stuff. action Robin. And I mean we just got ever. Nightwing that's like very recent. I mean, yeah, we, and we in saw Titans, in Titans we see but Robin. Not but Robin. Not beginning Robin. Not like as a, we he was post Robin. Yeah, I think Damian Wayne can be an annoying character sometimes, but I think if he he's so rigid ra- and he's just such a just a he snotty has to be written a certain that's what I mean. He like has to be he, a jerk. Right. He has to be a little jerk. He does. Yeah. And there's a way that you can play that that is fun, but it, there's a way that you can play that that it leans just annoying. Yeah, it, Damian Wayne is definitely not a character that I'm like jazzed about. Sure. I kind of like how they did him in Injustice because he was older. Yeah. And I mean, but still, well, still, even in that, still at the beginning, he didn't still seem, a total asshole. Well, he didn't in the flashbacks. He didn't seem as asshole assholeish, but maybe, still, maybe he was past yeah. some of the assholishness for sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so very interesting. I think that all but confirms we won't see a Robin and Matt Reeves Batman. Which, to be honest, the idea of seeing a Robin in that universe Would be intrigues me more. Nuts. That's what I mean. Nuts. Like him actually training. What if a, he had just had another 12, version of him? That's the thing. <laughs> Something I've, in the way. You can, I think this works better. <laughs> and I think this. <laughs> I think this works better, and I think this makes execs more. I feel like execs are very uncomfortable with the idea of a thirteen-year-old Robin, like an actually really young Robin that Batman is training right. because you're like taking adopted. this child yeah. and just bring him out to beat people on the streets. Whereas I think with the with him being his son, his actual biological son, that kind of makes people I don't know so feel a bit better. Are they going to cast like a seven, eight, nine, ten year old? Because I think like, you go 12, 12, 13. Okay. I think that's as low as you can go, okay. in my opinion. I mean, dude, with, let's let's push it. But dude, if they if they ch- four four <laughs> four years old, eight, I just don't think you can get a good actor. Out. I think you just you need to find a really good twelve year old actor. Yeah, a really good twelve year old actor that's going to grow into that. And guess what? If that does keep going, you see Damien take over that role. Like it's it's interesting. But can't wait to see it. All right, after Booster Gold, which we said before, we have Superman, Woman of Tomorrow, Supergirl. Uh, sorry, you're getting do you getting tongue? I'm getting all tongue twisted. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. It is quote unquote a and, big science and you were fiction. Right. This is the one film. I'm most interested about. Good, good, good. Yeah. So it is going to be quote a big science fiction epic film. It is based on Tom K- the Tom King run from last year of the same name. Yes. Uh, it follows a a jaded Supergirl that had to survive on a treacherous tr- chunk of Krypton that has slowly killed everyone she has held dear. So have you read this? No, I need to. It's been on my list too. Like very mm-hmm. unironically. Uh, so I I think Supergirl is best when she's angry. And this is an angry Supergirl. A Supergirl, and I think that's a good juxtaposition with the Superman we might be getting. Right. So in in this in this run, Supergirl is doesn't like isn't 
jettisoned off of Krypton. She's on like a piece a, of Krypton, right? Right. That's already like off the planet. And she watches Krypton explode. And she's sent to Earth to follow Superman to do exactly what she normally does yeah. to help her cousin. But, she, but this is after surviving on that planet for a while, right? So, I don't know how long. So that's the thing. I'm confused on how much of, because he says big science fiction epic film. That leads me to believe this is out in space most of the time. And that yeah, maybe she arrives at, at, at Earth so, at so the end. So it, it is in, it, like, it, none of the comic really takes place on Earth. So, like, she gets okay. there. So that, uh, yeah. Superman's already Superman, and she doesn't know what the fuck to do. She doesn't, Superman doesn't need her. Yeah. So she's, like. Because she was sent there to protect and, him. And she's living in his shadow. Yeah. So I think it goes off the idea that she's been there, and she leaves Earth and goes to, like, an, a random alien planet and has this, like, sort of like finding like journey, herself finding yourself but journey, she's yeah. like a, like a coming of age story almost to a degree how old is she in it do you know is she like a full-grown woman or is yeah. she still okay yeah but she's like you know a killer like she's not really good and she she like kills like these aliens on this planet guess what gooch we've had some mean superman for a little bit and i feel like just bad versions of superman in general over the past 10 years a lot I'll take a mean version of Super. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the comic to a T. I haven't read it. The art's really cool. It's beautiful. Yeah, there's like there's really some cool is. panels of her like sitting there like covered in blood after a fight on an alien world, and she's got a sword in it a lot. Um, yeah, I think this could be really interesting. Again, like you know, Melissa Benoist is like kind of the face of Supergirl right now, and that this would be so far from that Supergirl. So I think it'd be really cool to see just like a totally different version of the character. Um, she was great in that show. Yeah, but again, I want angry Supergirl's best when she's mad. It, it just, it's just not a it, character I'm, I've read much of. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very. I curious. gotta read this run. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's here's like, I'm, running that I'm thing so like, bad with comics, man. They're always like all my list. Well, see, and, and that's I never keep years. up at the time. It's always, it's after. always is after. Yeah, you can't, I mean, it's tough. Uh, and then to round out the list here, probably right, but like Green Lan Lanterns is here. This is probably like right here for me, like very mm -hmm. tight race. Uh, we got Swamp Thing to round us out, which kind of surprised me a bit. In yeah, a great no, way. I was, just, I that was like literally the first thing I was gonna say. I was yeah. like, I was surprised that Swamp Thing is gonna be a part of this. So, Gunn describes it as quote a very dark horror story and the origins of the monster who is Swamp Thing unquote. It will be tonally outside of the DCU, but will still be a very important aspect of it, and will introduce you know I think very much more mystical sides of it that we're, we'll probably see already to begin with, but even more so with like the green and yeah, I don't know, man. Swamp thing does seem like a, something they've been trying to make happen for a while. And just one thing or another comes up. And I mean, it, the last show got hit on the last round of like WB shakeups when it, when they, mm -hmm. they pulled it for the funding and things like that. And if you haven't seen the DC universe swamp thing, it's on HBO max, it's on HBO max. Go watch that shit. It's so good. It ends rather abruptly, which is sad because they literally didn't get to finish the last two or three episodes. Mm -hmm. But uh, goddamn, what what a show! And I think it, it really encapsulates that Alan Moore run in a in, in a very interesting way. And that seems to be what they're taking a lot of inspiration from for this movie. Now, in the later days, we did get some word that it appears that James Mangold might be in the running from this. It seems like they actually offered him the film, but or at least as far as sources so, say. So who's James Mangold? He did Logan. And he also did... Uh, he directed it? Yeah, he, he directed Logan. Okay. He directed... What else did he direct before that? He's a great, he's a great director. Uh, he also did the new... 
Indiana Jones. I couldn't get it out, off my tongue. Oh, really? Yeah. The stupid Dial of Destiny. Dial of Destiny. Where the fuck is You don't like that is. name? So You don't dude, think that's any more silly li- than the Temple dude, of Doom? Brother, it sounds like a fucking like PC, like early O spin-off Indiana Jones game's name. It does Dial of Destiny literally sounds like it's from like the PS2. Temple, that do- Temple of Doom? That's fine. I don't I don't know. They seem on the same level it's to the, me. It's the alliteration. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. But um I don't know. Yeah, I like it. But so yeah. when I when I saw this, my I, I don't know if we talked about this in the Discord or not, but we're getting into Justice League Dark Territory Trio. Well no, that's I mean, dude, and, the, uh, the why not? Who would I love to see come direct fucking Justice League Dark other than Guillermo del Toro himself? That would be very interesting. That if I mean that that rumored project for so long. Well, that, right? it was live, that, it was dead, it was a lot. That, yeah, that was there was that went through so, so many iterations. Fucking cool. Yeah. Because I, I think in this in this James Gunn's DC universe. It would be cool. That that could happen. Oh, it could. I think it absolutely could. Because, like, why else would they be bringing in Swamp Thing? They're clearly setting up some sort of maybe, like, a cross between the, the mystical and the space. Yeah, right? to a degree. and I think they just, they do want, they seem to want to hit every genre. And it's like, right. it's tough. I don't, it's a tough Sorry. task. No, you're fine. It's a tough task to pull off to marry so many different things into a single universe that are so tonally separate. It's doable. It's gonna be a hard task though, and I, and I want to see him do it. And I want and I'm gonna be sitting there if Swamp Thing ever does come out, which hey, it couldn't. So the only <laughs> and, thing and and wondering is this the dark <clears throat> horror story that they really said? So the only thing we had a date on is Superman Legacy. Yeah, and, and well, the Batman. But well, yeah, that, that's, that, that doesn't count. Yeah. That doesn't count. But we other know than that, that's happening. <laughs> yeah, it seems like the idea is that's the. That's the the order in which they'll come out somewhat, but so what? Why do you think Superman is the only thing with a date? Because that's what they're focused on right now. That's going to be the foundational so, block. So that would that would imply that it would be first, you know? But it basically is. I mean, I think that's it's the right. first it's the first film. It's the first major project. Yeah, it's the first film. You're right. And it's you're the right. fir- like I mean, aside you know they have the the animated shows and like the live action like the Waller show, but that's not Superman's going to be the first cornerstone that they are going to lay. And it better fucking hold weight. Oh man! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like thinking about I, that was so dramatic. I'm just thinking about like when that trailer comes out, and we like, we like see it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, and I mean, dude, that'll it's gonna, happen. It's gonna be like the that'll what's happen the, in like a year and a half t- from Ted Two. Uh, yeah. Now this new Superman, Jonah, Jonah Hill. Fuck. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, like, like, and I, I don't want to be like, hey, trio. Who do you think is going to play Superman? Because we have no fucking idea. I'll tell you that much. I I, I don't like how 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 people on Twitter are kind of like telling him who to cast. I'm like, shut the fuck up. But who cares? Shut the fuck up. You just Let des- him do what he wants. You just described Twitter. Like yeah, that's just what. Like you know, know, everyone's always gonna. And the trunks or no trunks thing on Twitter. I was like, James Gunn, no trunks, none. I don't want to see it. This table, like the house. In 1776 is divided. I want some trunks. I need. I want those. And he's like. And he's like. By the way, this This will not decide. I was like, unless unless it aligns with my view or something like that. Like it was was funny. Yeah, Yeah. the Twitter poll was had no reflection on what the actual decision would be. I thought it was at first. I was like, oh "Oh, no, I didn't think so. I think it was more to just get like a a test in the water of like, what? How do people feel about trunks? That is a big thing now. I, I think it like. 
There are a few. It's fine in animation. It's when you get to the live action that the trunks get kind of odd. But maybe, maybe I I'm think wrong. you can do it. Maybe I, I'm wrong. I just don't think you've he, seen. He it doesn't done have well. him in Superman and Lois, but like Brandon Superman Ra- returns. It looks good. I think Brandon Routh in Kingdom Come Superman. He has him. Oh, that's super. And he does have it in Ooh. also uh, the Superman Returns. But still, yeah, yeah. yeah, interesting stuff. So that's our slate. We have a few other miscellaneous news announcements that we got out of the press yeah. conference here. So. Do we understand exactly, like, was this, did they have some sort of press event? Yes, that they was did like, that morning. Like yeah. the White House press conference? Like, yeah, I where think they had, standing at the podium, they had a Hollywood like, Reporter come in, they had Variety come in, and I think they briefed them all. And then as they, after they briefed them all is when they put out that video. Video, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I was just like, where's all this information? Yeah, they had like from? a full-on press conference, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. So, our miscellaneous announcements, Superman and Lois. Oh, wait, do, we, do you want to read the, the his end quote? Uh, yeah, if you, oh, yeah, story, that's right. Yeah. So, t- oh, you want the the whole one, the the red one or the? Yeah, I was gonna read the red one. Go for it. Just like, I'll give you a break. I'll no, it's right. yeah, yeah. So this is what he ends with. I've loved the DC characters since I was a child. They're incredibly important to me. I knew that this was a once in a lifetime opportunity to do something very different. One of those things that's very important for me and all of these movies and TV series is that the director's vision and the vision of the writers and all of the creators is unique and something special. Story uh, storytelling is always king. That's what always matters to us, and I want that to be true to these to those stories. I want to be true to you guys and really give you something different that you've never seen before. Anyway, thank everybody for watching. Yada yada yada. Appreciate you. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but storytelling is always king. I'm gonna hold your it's feet to always, the fire on that one, James. It's, it's all that matters to us. I hope so. And let's do it. That's a great. Because that's a great way to end it for sure. Those words could not be more antithetical to what WB was before. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And I think that's why he said them because he he needed to let people know that listen, we're gonna prioritize the. There are new captains. Time. Hey, hey, right. look at me, I'm the captain now. Yeah, right. James Gunn is piloting the, captain, the ship. Yeah. So is it a boat? Is it a is it a spacecraft? I don't know. Is it the Fortress of Solitude? We'll never tell. Uh, so yeah, we'll finish it off here with the miscellaneous news from the announcement. Superman and Lois apparently have about one or two seasons left. Says James Gunn and Peter Safran. Safran always. Uh, 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 Safran also teased that Aquaman three is happening, and he said, "Quote: Jason always saw Aquaman as a trilogy." So that's going back and forth with the whole Lobo thing that we've been like, yeah, seeing and, here. And, and, and James confusing. Gunn, I'll jump down a little bit. Yeah. James Gunn says they they won't have actors playing more than one role in DCU, and I think that was directly thrown at, at Jason Momoa. Kind of talking about Lobo the past few. Well, talking about something he didn't specifically weeks. say Lobo, but it all oh, right. But seems and to but be he's Lobo. saying I'll always be Aquaman, but I'll do something else. It's like, you know, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, fucking Jason Momoa. But here's the thing I'll say about Jason Momoa: he's been right everything he says. He's always had some sort of. Well, they, he seems to have a good relationship with WB just in general. They right. seem like, like yeah. he was talking about the Snyder Cut stuff before anyone else was. So I, I do think there is something to note from the words that come out of his mouth. For sure. So, and then we had another kind of pointed uh, moment from James Gunn about Henry Cavill. He says, he said, quote, he didn't fire Henry Cavill. Henry was not cast. For me, it's about who do I want uh, cast as Superman? Who do the filmmakers we have want to cast? And for me, the story, it isn't Henry. He also added, I like Henry. He's a great guy. I think he's getting dicked around by a lot of people including the former regime at this company. But this Superman is not Henry for a number of reasons. So again, very definitive statement, which I kind of appreciate. But yeah. I just wish it was he was a bit more definitive on the other casting and such, which we, right. we mentioned. Right. Um, after that, 
And then this was, I kind of thought, aside, it's funny, I don't even really feel like this was a controversy, but I no, guess it made no. enough of a splash to like for someone to say something. <laughs> yeah, ask him but about it. But James Gunn uh, was was talking about Zachary Levi's recent controversial tweet, which was about Pfizer, about, and like yeah, like say no more. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He said, "quote I can't ch- be changing my plans all the time because an actor says something that I don't agree with." Unquote. A- or quote actors and filmmakers that I work with are going to say things that I agree with and things that I don't agree with all the time. And and I the what I, why I think this is important is because of what happened to James Gunn. Sure. And no, how, I agree. And how did well, Marvel, I just appreciate how he was like shut up. Like from that right, it, really like, it doesn't matter. That. It like is really what that those words mean to me. It's like yeah. people disagree, it doesn't matter what his opinion is because it's not changing anything. Yeah, it's not like Yeah, yeah. where whereas the opposite happened with him, shit got dug up from his Twitter in the past and he got fired for it. Yeah. Uh, Which, by the way, Marvel knew about that obstacles too, become that. opportunities, baby. That's that's where that's how this all came to be. Yep, absolutely for sure. Uh, and then we did have something here about. Or sorry, uh, oper- obstacles create opportunities. That makes sense. No, no, no. Did, did I say it wrong? I obstacles know. create op- opportunities. No, that's what you said. You know, you said, said right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We're good. So speaking to Ezra Miller's recovery, uh, Peter Safran stated uh, that. Ezra Miller is committed uh, to their recovery and will discuss the future of the flash at a later date. Yeah. We, we kind of quote, that. we feel like they're ready to have the discussion when we feel like they're ready to have the discussion. We'll figure out what the best path is forward. We, we, I do think this that. is weird and I think it's, but somebody clearly asked them about it. Right? Well, no, no. Sense. I think just this whole situation, like first off, Ezra Miller should have been fired before this movie ever got made for a lot, like at least on the, like from a lot of things that happened on the set, if it was going to happen at this point, I guess it seems like they are in recovery and are doing things. I, you know, best of luck to them. Uh, they must just love that movie. Genuinely. Like, they must, like, be watching that movie like, this is too good. And we are ha- so confident in this that we don't. We're just going to hold off. Like, this is all we can say at this point. That's all I can surmise, surmise from it. Because they fucking can Batgirl with not even a second thought. But then, we'll but what, what Peter Safran says about Batgirl, I just don't really understand. So, yeah, this is up next. I mean, why don't... So, I'll, I'm curious to know why you don't understand it after I said, Peter Safran said that Batgirl was unreleasable. He said he... Was think, not releasable. Was not releasable, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I He said, I actually believe David Zaslav and the team made a very bold and courageous decision to cancel it because it would have hurt DC. It would have hurt everyone involved. I, I don't understand saying. what that means. What do you mean it would have hurt DC? It means was people it would have saw... That, that's what he's saying. Yeah, he's saying it's that bad. That it was so bad that it would have hurt the brand. And it was better. What, to, a, what a fucking well, claim! Well, that's what I mean. It's like that seems like a very definitive. It's a very statement. big claim. And I see. So apparently, it test screened and it got similar reactions to I can't remember what movie, but I don't know. I'd love to talk to someone from that test screen. Oh, oh. You know, can I put? Well, a, if anyone went to a Batgirl test screen and went to that te- that test screen, message us. You don't have to tell us who you are. I want to hear the whole full deets. I'm not kidding. You probably won't reach out, but tell us. Uh, Dalconerds at gmail.com. Um, but here's the other thing. Here's a burner account. I want to say is, um, like you know, Leslie Grace did kind of tweet the final suit to us. Yeah, like she revealed that. I'm curious if the directors are really kind of under the gun or under some sort of pressure to not speak out because i mean i know i know brendan fraser made that joke in an interview for the whale but like nothing has really come out about it and i'm kind of surprised none of these actors or people involved have because like what do they have to fucking lose in a way well, i think they lose a relationship with that company they don't care they already got paid for it or their professional integrity right yeah so So i guess they do have something they got paid for it they don't care they i i genuinely think i don't know 
I think it was probably one, it wasn't getting great reviews and someone like, I mean, I saw them saying it was like a CW episode of a show. Who knows if it was that bad? It's <laughs> so great. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting. He, it was a very definitive statement on that. Uh, but as for another interesting property, when asked about the fate of CW's Gotham Knights, James Gunn, James Gunn and Peter Safran had no comment. Because it's trash and it's going to go. Well, and, and it's probably some, well, but made. no, I also think it's something that's probably being made that they don't want made, but they can't stop from being made for some weird copyright reasons right. or things like that. You know right. what I mean? And they don't want to tarnish it before yeah, it even just, comes yeah, out. Exactly. They just want it to come out and then it'll be canceled like four episodes in and then we'll all go on with our yeah. fucking days. Because and to finish nobody was watching fucking Gotham Knights to begin with. I don't even know. It's, it has some made up like new orphan that Bruce Wayne took in. Uh and for the last one, which I thought I thought this was very good, and if this and if they stick to this, this is a, this is has been a big problem in Hollywood for a, a bit now. Gunn states that films will no longer be fast tracked without completing a script. No more getting two thirds of it done, starting the filming and writing it out the day of. He said he he saw a lot of issues with that in the past couple of years especially. So does that mean at DC or at Marvel? Or both? In general, I think he's talking about. I just think he's okay. talking about the film industry in general. Because, you know, DC was doing that, too. Absolutely. Was Marvel doing it? I mean, I assume there's probably some. I, I'm sure a lot of that stuff's pre-written, like, action I don't. I would love to be in the process of how a Marvel script gets written and how it gets, and how it gets <laughs> really like produced question. and like where like true like genuinely, genuinely just because I don't know. Especially now, like right, back right. in the day, it was different. But yeah, yeah, it, it would be a very uh, interesting uh, cake to see get made or however the sausage saying, sausage. I did this. Did I do this? Did, last yeah, time? you did this last time. Sausage. It's the sausage. I'm sorry, guys. But that about covers us for this DCU Rebirth Volume Two. Gooch, is there anything else you'd like to add? I hope we don't do another one of these podcasts anytime soon. Because to be too. honest, I'm fucking exhausted. Like, I remember in, like, November and December, I was just like, I cannot stand this right now. I, like, there's so much DC news it's coming out. It's It's so... It's all contradicting. It, like, none of it makes sense. Yeah. We don't know who the fuck, what's true, what's not, who's right, who's wrong, who's at fault, who's not at fault. And now that this is out, James Gunn said he was going to deliver this slate for the end of January. He literally did last it on day. the last possible day. And of, I was confident he was going to because he I hadn't wasn't. said anything by then. I think if he knew it wasn't going to happen in the month of January, he would have been upfront and been like, I, it's not happening. I don't think we're going to hear much about any of this for a long time. No. I think we're going to get these. We're going like, to hopefully get I'm some successful sure next movies. could be said. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, we got Shazam in March. That's like a month we away. We have their plan. Let's hope they stick to it. That's all we yeah, can say. And then we have The Flash in June. Oh, and that then, is in March. I'm actually really excited for Shazam. And then um, is is uh, Aquaman October? December, I think. Okay. Yeah. At so least we, it was December last year. So we year, have so. the rest of the year to kind of deal with the DC movies that, that have exists. been out. So yeah. it's going to be interesting the, to watch. The Flash those. isn't this year, right? It is. Oh duh! It's second. For I mean, uh, next major trailer is the uh, the Super Bowl, right? I think I saw. Online. Yes. So yeah, we're getting this trailer, the Super Bowl. Go we're birds. gonna see that mashed potato <laughs> cowl again on his head. God, I hate <laughs> it so much. It's like who even? I'm actually fucking excited to see that. I'm ex trailer. I'm excited to see it too. I have like listen, like I said, it's insane how much confidence they have in it. So it must be something. I would hope it's something. Is back. He is, or they are. Anyways, they are the Flash. They are the Flash. Doesn't sound that right. Doesn't sound. Anywho, thank you all if you've been watching with us live on twitch.tv slash Delco Nerd Network. We very much appreciate your time. You can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Just search Delco Nerd Network. We're on all your social media pages as well, at Delco Nerds on basically everything. We have a Facebook page. We have a Discord channel, all of which should be linked down below. You can find all this information on our website, Delco Nerd Network. 
delcanerds.com. You can even email us, delcanerds at gmail.com with your comments, questions, or concerns, or even like topic ideas and stuff. Whatever you guys want to talk to us about, we'd be happy to get back to you. If you guys can like, subscribe, leave a comment, that always helps, especially on YouTube. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast service. It, it goes a long way. Tell a friend even. Who knows if you're feeling spicy. But for Gooch, I've been Trio. Thanks for watching. Stay nerdy, guys, and we will see you next time.